Welcome to Yes, another Disney podcast. We are three friends that love Disney, just different aspects of it. Whether it's parks, pictures, or intellectual properties, we discuss, debate, and keep you up to date on all things we love about Disney. Episode nine, what? We're almost out of the single digits. I'm not single. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, that's okay. Anyways... (laughs) Episode nine, which basically means we're one episode away from having everything figured out. Yeah, that's that's actually what they say. It takes a good 10 episodes to figure it out. Some people say 20. Yeah, I feel like it's going to take us to like 100. I don't know. We, we're still figuring so much stuff out. I don't know. That's right. So but confused. hey, we got this. People are listening. Yeah. What? Speaking of listeners, here's what we want from you, team. We want more questions. We want you to ask all of the questions. And also, there's someone very special that we're looking for. Who? We want to partner with a travel agent that specializes in all types of Disney vacations. Please be our friend. Yes. We just want to plug you. And we're not looking for anything out of this relationship other than to offer our listeners the best opportunity to book the best Disney vacation that they want to go on. Yeah. Does that sound fair? That's so fair. Also, I'm sporting our um, Carolina Blue uh, <laughs> ADP, another Disney podcast hoodie that you can get from our store. How do you get to our store, Matthew? You go, the easiest way is to go to our website, anotherdisneypodcast.com. Yes. Um, but if not, you guys can find us on Teespring. We're on there. Mm-hmm. I guess if Fun you just times. search another disney podcast it's probably adpfm i have no idea and then yeah ad pod fm ad pod yes. fm yeah yes okay now we're going to do what everyone tells you that you get zero success out of but we're going to do it anyway we are so oh, close on apple podcast being on the main page yeah we we flirted with it we've been up there a couple of times yeah and so we understand that written reviews and number of just five-star reviews make a difference. If you like us, if you like what we do, if you like everybody but Dave, please leave us a great comment <laughs> and a five-star review. We would appreciate it. All that nonsense is out of the way, except for one more thing, Park Sense. Yay. In true unprofessional fashion, we are burning Walt's office right well, now. I feel like we can say this every week at this point because yeah. it's... Pr- I, it's my favorite one. I almost did Flume, but... I like either of them. Yeah. They're yeah. my jam. Yeah, for sure. Brandon, are, are you going to get some candles or... Because you can literally drive nine minutes and go smell any of these <laughs> rides anytime <laughs> you want to. You're just like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get a candle. We were talking about getting Flume and Walt's office today. Uh, you know, it's not as easy to drive and go smell pirates of the caribbean now you know you got to have a reservation nope. so i got to get the candle for when i you know can't get over there and smell it yeah that's the truth fair enough and if you're going to get it do yourself a favor when you land no matter what you grab do yourself a favor and put in ad pod 20 adpod 20 to get 20 percent off i listen to lots of disney podcasts don't tell anybody this and a lot of them partner with other candle companies and none of them offer 20% off. It's huh. the most is 10 or 
So give it up for ParkSense. Plus, if you have more than $50 in your order, what's free? Shipping. Shipping. That's right. It's easy to spend $50 on some candles. I'm oh, not my lie. gosh, it is. Okay, so let's let's jump in with some parks news because from last Friday to today, Disney has dropped uh, nothing short of the mother load. So busy when it comes to parks news. I mean, I know, well, Thursday night is actually when they like were like, we're going to unveil all the details for the 50th anniversary on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. I thought, I thought it was going to be a big deal. Uh, yeah, I did too. So I watched it. Yeah. It was kind of during the weather. Yeah. They were introducing the weather. And here's our sponsor, Walt Disney World. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary. Here's here's the park icons and here's Mickey and Minnie's outfits. Have a great one. Also, now to Steve with the news. Why why do they need why does weather need a sponsor? I mean, so what's happening? There's a lot going on. Yes. So Well, let me read the boring newsy part. Do it. Um this 18-month celebratory event will feature new experiences at the resorts for theme parks and beyond. What is the beyond? Is it like, are they going to sprinkle in some magic over at the water parks, maybe? Or like, what is beyond me? I mean, I thought Disney Springs. Disney Springs, maybe? Oh, well, I mean, beyond, if we're talking beyond, they definitely redid the the, uh, welcome gates for this specific reason. they do look pretty good. Yeah. They're done. They look fantastic. I know there's one that's not because my mom is currently in Disney World and she sent me a picture of the gate. Oh. And it was the old one. Like, it's the old look. So, I know they're not done yet. Okay, now here's my favorite part. Um, where shimmering iridescent decor will appear as if by magic. Mm. Mm. Shining at the center of it all will be Cinderella's Castle at Magic Kingdom Park, which will add its royal makeover from 2020 with a new gold bunting. Isn't bunting like, isn't that a bunt cake? Isn't that a cake? B-U-N-D-T. Oh, it's okay. Moving on. Sparkling golden embellishments and other new enhancements. I like how they give all these details and some other stuff, too. They just said, we're doing really cool stuff about four times. Yeah. Including, they're not done, a 50th anniversary crest, warmly welcoming guests to join the festivities. So after all of this stuff, we can't warmly join the festivities (laughs) until we see the crest? Like, is is that where we're at? That's correct. I mean, it, it, I'm looking at, um, like, I, I I listened to you just say the sentence where shimmering iridescent decor will appear as if by magic, which kind of makes me wonder, like, is some of this stuff going to be an overnight, like, shift? I, I guess some of it will, will, but they're clearly working on all of these what, what do we call the stuff that they, the overlays on the castle and on Hollywood Tower of Terror and yeah. like that kind of stuff has to be happening. But yeah, the rest of it. I don't, I really. I mean, if they can decorate Christmas overnight, I'm they're probably going to be fine. I highly doubt there's going to be anything actually on the Tower of Terror. So Brandon, what, 
tell us a, a couple of things that we're going to see here, um, beginning with Cinderella's Castle. So, yes, it's, you know, the, the release says Cinderella's Castle will illuminate the Magic Kingdom with a dazzling radiance that sparkles with pixie dust. So to me, I mean, that's obviously, uh, you know, projections and that's going to be, you know, some lights, maybe kind of like they do at Christmas. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's kind of what I think about Cinderella's castle. I mean, you can't really do much with it other than projection. So shimmering pixie dust projection seem to be on the menu. If I were to guess. Yeah. If, if, if pixie dust turns into glitter, I'm out. I don't play around with it. <laughs> yeah. Glitter's, glitter's the worst glitter. thing made by man. It's dangerous. Can it, we just, it gets in my nine hairs and I can't get them out. Can we rename <laughs> this podcast to the glitter haters? The Glitter Haters. <laughs> Glitter Haters, another Disney podcast. All right, Matthew, at Disney's I, Animal Kingdom, a warm light will emanate from the Tree of Life. Okay, well, we don't need to go through weird. all this. So they're going to light up the castle with some cool projections. They're also going to do it, it up. at the uh, the Tree of Life. They're also going to do it on the Hollywood Tower Hotel. They're also going to do it at Epcot. Now, I don't want to brush over that last one. I'm excited to see Spaceship Earth with some fun i've been excited about this for a long time because i remember way back like when they bought star wars when they announced something first i don't know what maybe it was a one of the movies that was getting ready to come out or something after disney bought it and they put the uh, uh rogue one i think yeah when they put the death star on the spaceship earth i was like oh so dope yeah and they haven't done anything like that since <laughs> well it's I, i'm excited i think it's gonna be cool yeah yeah, and I'm okay. super excited, too. It says that it's going to resemble the night sky, and the decoration will continue past the 50th anniversary. So it's pretty cool that it, they're trying to make that the centerpiece of the park after the giant 18-month celebration. So I'm kind of excited to see how it's going to line up and look like the night sky. Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious to see this as well because I um, one thing I noticed about the lights, besides like the lights, all the lights in between like the uh, prisms is like, or not prisms. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Um, like I am very excited to see that it's going to move further beyond the orange and blue purplish lighting they have on spaceship earth now. Um, so I, I'm excited to see how they'll actually kind of make that dynamic and, yeah. Yeah. I am concerned about one thing. Yes. If it's going to resemble the stars in the nighttime sky, it, is it going to disappear? Like, I'm like, like at nighttime, you're like, oh, no. Where'd it go? No. Okay. They're killing Spaceship We'll stop Earth. joking around. I, well, I, I, I agree with Brandon. I'm excited about this. Well, and Matthew, too, because of all the big icons outside of Hollywood. Well, no, they, like, at all of the parks have this, these icons that, that, they do these great projection mapping too, except yeah. Epcot and Epcot has the biggest canvas with spaceship earth and they've never really utilized that. Well, I mean the tricky thing is they do have this big canvas, but it's a very big, very round, very not flat canvas. So it's probably really difficult to <laughs> like my stomach. <laughs> it's probably really difficult to light the top of the uh, spaceship earth. Yeah. Yeah. So d tell me what, like, we're all going to be there. Yep. I, am, I, am I excited for the 50th? Yep. But 
just want to be completely transparent. To me, this was not the wow that I was hoping for. Nope. When when you're going to go on GMA and sponsor the weather, whatever that means, and then talk <laughs> about like, hey, we're going to have some. Sh-. There was a lot of shimmering and a lot of nighttime sky and a lot of glowing, but man, there were there was not a lot. They didn't really talk about anything. Good Morning America is what two hours long, and they couldn't have like spared an actual segment to have like. I don't know, Bob Chapek or Josh Tomorrow or somebody come on and talk about this. Yeah, well, the, the challenge with that is... Not Bob Chapek. He's too busy. No, nah, well... But Josh Tomorrow, Come on, man. Yeah. I, I don't know that... I, look, I mean, they're having to scale it back. I mean, like, we all know that that's true. And like, okay, so what? Here's something that was missing. Like fiftieth, we all they talked about is all of these rides that they're building with the goal of opening for the fiftieth. No mention of rides at all because they're not going to open. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah, there's not going to be any of those. I I feel like they got kind of lazy in the announcement. At the end of the release, I was reading today. It talks about all the shimmering and the shining and that stuff, and then in quotes it says all sorts of new experiences. So I feel like that could just be open to anything like, Hey, if we happen to get a ride done, that can be included in all sorts of new experiences. So I feel like they, they can't, they spent all this time on the shimmering and the shining of the four, you know, pinnacles of the park. And then they were like, well, some other stuff might open too, but we'll just generalize that and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what else are we going to see that they didn't like, what are some obvious things that we can just talk about that, it's gonna show up for a celebration like this that we didn't talk about. We haven't talked. No, about that Mickey they that yet. they didn't. Um, <laughs> like I mean, my mind goes to merch. Certainly, there's gonna be a boatload of now. I'm guessing iridescent, yeah. shimmering, shiny night sky. Yeah, <laughs> merchandise. And there's gonna be buttons. You know, there'll be buttons. Yeah, I'm there. That's the only reason I'm going. I was there. I wanted that Mickey's 90th button and I wasn't there. And then, okay, so what else? We like food. They're going to have all kinds of themed food. Like it's pretty easy to do some iridescent cake pops, right? I don't eat cake pops. I don't know if that's even like a thing that they can do. That sounds really good. That'd be fun to do at Spaceship Earth. They could make Spaceship Earth cake pops. Come on. And then no surprise, I'm pretty sure they just wrapped up Disneyland's 60th celebration right before they closed for COVID. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that it's going to be 18 months because they got to milk this for all it's worth. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm curious. I We do know that. Um, well, actually, do we know? I don't know uh, that Remy's Ratatouille Adventure should be open by the 50th. So that's gonna at least gonna be a ride that should be open. Maybe. And um one one piece of news that broke this week um is that um Disney um started selling packet like corporate packages um for harmo like that include harmonious viewing in October, which means are we gonna see harmonious for the fiftieth? I still stand by that it's coming this summer. That's I, I. I hope so. Yeah, and I would agree with you, Dave. I think, as we've talked about before, that's going to be aside from Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. That's going to be the most logical place yeah. to to preview a nighttime spectacular. And they were testing fireworks here this week uh, at Epcot for Harmonious. So 
I would bet on it probably yeah. sooner rather than later as far as, you know, getting that show up and running. One can dream. Yeah. yeah my my mom. Bring on the IPs. Like I said earlier, my mom's my mom and dad are in the park um, this week, and my, my mom texted me a picture of the barges. She was like, why would they do this? This is an eyesore. And then I sent her a picture of the fountain. She was like, oh. Well, it'll, hopefully it'll, it won't be that bad. It'll look great at night. <laughs> then they'll just disappear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of testing, right, they also tested last night. So today is Wednesday, February 24th. And then so you guys will, first possible chance that anyone will hear this will be this coming Friday. So last night on Tuesday, mm-hmm. they were testing Fantasmic. But when I looked at the, read the article, you know, they talked about, okay, so we know how the t- the towers that rise at the beginning of the show, they were extended and some lighting was turned on. I'm all like, in my mind, I immediately went to, nah, man, they're just making sure it all still works. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like they were, um, like, for example, I know that um, they were testing World of Color, like last June, everybody could see the fountains like working. It's like, Nah, this is just general maintenance. Like, it's, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Well, when we had Nicole on from DW60, yeah. like, she, like, was it just, what What was it? Was it, like, gross water or was it empty? It was, it was it's empty. empty. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they were filling it up. And I still stand, like, maybe. I'm telling you, this is the first one that's going to, that park needs it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's got to happen. I, I don't know why it wouldn't. I mean, that part gets so busy as it is. It's so small. Like, I mean, remember before, like, Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge, that was a half-day yeah. park. Well, now it kind of is. Like, if you don't get Rise, like, I mean, just bolt because that park yeah. is so small and the lines are so insane. Yeah, I, I, they just need they need more stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's good to see that people are coming back to the parks, but, you know, you look at, something like last saturday all four parks hit capacity and i'm i'm over here like well that sounds nice but uh now is it okay brandon this to me felt like it was just a random saturday in february but i mean you live there like it when is spring break and all that like i know because we were coming off of president's day week or yeah, President's Day Monday, yeah. but this was like six days later. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the bent or the downfall of living in Florida is that you don't like when you're come from another state. Like spring break is like when your school has spring break, but in Florida, like spring break lasts for a month, so it kind of starts at President's yeah. Day and it goes all the way through, you know, March. So we were at the end of that President's Day week. A lot of people come end of the the festival of the arts that was the last weekend of festival of the arts yeah so, that's right that's you know, right they that all makes hit a capacity. Lot of sense. if people can't get into epcot which where they were planning to go that pushes them to one of the other three parks so you know that's the first time i've seen all four of those parks at capacity uh in a long time since the reservation system came and you know it was crazy to see on a random like you said a random weekend in february yeah I mean, ex- I mean, I'm glad for excited for Disney. I mean, because they've been hemorrhaging money, so at least they're now. We talked a little bit earlier before we started the show, and we know right now we're at 35. percent But Brandon 
you think they may have bumped it a, a little bit, a little something, something? Yeah, I'd, I had read something and, and rumblings are going on around the O-Town that they quietly had bumped up the capacity to 40%. Um you know, once wait, they were wait, getting wait. towards Oof. the O Town, wasn't that like a band that would try to be a boy band? band? I think they were on, like failed. making the band or something. Oh like my that. gosh, I'm uh, so embarrassed that I know this crap. How do you know that? The, mo- the one you know moment that? I should have kept my mouth shut, I'm like, wait, O Town? That sounds familiar. <laughs> I do not listen to boy bands. I like oh, Justin yes. Bieber. Yes, but yeah, there's some there's rumblings that they up increase the. Um, the capacity um, at the beginning of February because they were anticipating spring break times. They were anticipating festivals starting again. Um, so they quietly yeah. bumped it up. And I mean, if you go to the park now, it's evident there's definitely more people there than there was at the beginning of the year. So I, I think they yeah. probably did bump up the capacity. They just obviously didn't ran. We won't know unless they randomly drop that information on a call sure. of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So it once this news broke, I immediately went to the app <laughs> and started looking at the times and and tried to hit them to where I was like, okay, what did it look like at opening? What does it look like midday? What does it look like dinnerish time? And what does it look like an hour before close? And your heavy hitters were like seventy five minutes plus. You know, I'm talking <sighs> your test tracks, your seven dwarves your uh well some of them were 60 right in an hour which <laughs> is so funny we we look at this now we're like uh 75 <laughs> minutes worst. we look at 75 minutes last year we're like let's do it come yeah. on but here's, not that bad. here's my question at 35 percent they're clearly not opening up fast pass in any any time soon and we won't go in down this rabbit hole but when it comes back it, i don't think it'll ever look the same and so what do you think? Okay, so let's talk about this is 35%. What do what do wait times at 50% capacity look like? Now, not when we get open to it, but when we hit a day, right? When we hit a day this summer, like I would assume that vaccines keep going the way that they're going. Things are rolling along a little smoother now. And so we get another three months of that rolling out. And people get vaccinated and they feel a lot better about hopping on a plane and going back and hitting Disney World. And we have a couple of these days where if it's bumped to 50% and we hit 50% capacity, what are these wait times going to look like? I mean, of course, none of us actually know, but like, I I don't know. Because we look at um, the queues, the line queues, right? They're all separated by six feet or more in some instances if they're too tight. Um, and so you look at that as like a, um, like you could almost say that the queues have one sixth of their capacity that they used to have because it was like, it was person to person before. Um, so I, I don't know, like we, we don't know what this is going to look like. I think, what Disney is hoping for when they increase capacity more, more than 5%, you know, I I think what Disney is hoping for is relaxed social distancing and stuff like that. So as time goes on, there's going to be increased ride capacity. If they increase capacity in the parks there, you know, rides aren't even running at a hundred percent right now. Not even like 
you know, we, we talk about like decreased ride capacity, you know, people think emptier cars, but that's not always the case. They're not necessarily running every single car that they can because that takes more employees and they don't have everybody back yet. Yeah, you're, you're right. Brandon sent us some pictures of himself at the park this week and he went to animal kingdom and waited in line for uh over an hour right in an hour for dinosaur and and so they had added they'd added these clear plexiglass at the cars but we'll talk about it talk about like where the line went i mean for those who are familiar with animal kingdom you might not even know the area that you were standing in line but yeah share share what that was like for you yeah exactly i mean going through it very little of the line was actually in the building that housed dinosaur i got a fantastic tour of dino land because the entire line we were back in in the middle of bushes we were back in the woods uh we wrapped around in circles three or four times uh and it was it was nothing short of an hour uh, in line for that ride. Uh, but once you got in the building, obviously it was just one quick around the circle down the steps and you're on the, you're on the ride. But like you said, they're not filling all three rows of that ride at all. Uh, you know, that could be 12 riders at a time. We had five people in our car. So, and the middle row was empty, right? The middle row completely empty. There's a plexiglass divider in front of the back row and then behind the first row. So in theory, they could have run all three of those rows, but the middle row was blocked yes. off for every car. So, you know, once they increase capacity, I would imagine that that middle row would be full. The lines yeah. may get a little shorter, but you're going to have more people. Well, I think about that, right? And so if they would have done that, I'm not saying it would have cut the time in half, but it would. I mean, it may have gone from 60 minutes to 40 minutes. I mean, that's huge. Like to me, it's a mind thing, right? 40 minutes, I'm like, oh, that's just over a half an hour. But 60 minutes feels like, oh my gosh, dude, an hour. And then, I so when I saw that, I'm like, well, why did they add the plexiglass? Because all of these, uh, you think um, they added it to rise so they could fill up those small little cars because it holds such few people they added it to mickey's runaway railway so they could hit everybody you know so they're doing it for these uh i mean i I know those rides are more popular but when i when i was like man an hour and then they're not filling the car and they have plexiglass i mean there's a reason behind it could be employees Uh, and but i mean if the ride is running certainly there's enough employees to fill a car right I, i don't know yeah Interesting to say the least. Okay. We've talked about this before, Brandon, that on the show that you haven't heard or that you weren't here for. Did you ever go see uh, Rivers of Light? I think I saw the first iteration of Rivers of Light because they brought it out and they tested it and then they did it for a little bit and then they decided this is not very good. So we're going to retool it. We're going to get some new projections and we're going to bring it out. So I never saw second version, but I saw first version. Okay. What what camp did you line in? Like for you, it was a one and done. It was one and done. I was honestly super bored by it. (laughs) Super, super bored. Like it it was when it was new. So it was popular. So you had to get in the theater, like, an hour before it started, mm. you were packed in like sardines. It was like 105 degrees. And by the time it started, I just wanted it to be over. And then the fact oh, that it was not enough. exciting, at least to me, 
you know, jaded my view of it. So I think the, maybe the process of going to see it hurt my viewing of it. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. So I never saw it. <laughs> yeah, we know. I'm like one of the <laughs> nine people that really liked this show. I never saw the first version, but I love the second version. Well, <laughs> some news came out today that um, there was some work underway. Now, I don't mean to laugh or be cynical, but when I read the article about this and saw the pictures, here's basically what was going on. So to to bring it back, Disney axed the show back in July 2020 and like it was done. Like they're like this this isn't coming back. And so and they have not announced a replacement for it, but there were some cast members and what looked like contractors taking some measurements. <laughs> and I mean, that's not what's funny, but I, anyone else find this odd? Like, the, they don't have the blueprints. <laughs> they had to go out there with like and measure it. <laughs> we're on Disney property, yeah. in a seating area. Like they were measuring like the handrails and stuff. I'm all like, you guys can't look this up on the computer. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm a little bit curious about. Um, I I wonder if it's going to be opened as a relaxation zone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that i mean distancing seating maybe they were making some markings i don't know yeah maybe but why maybe. would they measure the handrail yeah it <laughs> seems to me like that, was one of the that like i you know Good. i yeah. was there this weekend and it was i know there's people just resting and drink, having drinks and eating ice cream and so it seems to me it's like a makeshift relaxation zone but that's a pretty big relaxation zone i don't know that that park gets that crowded that you need a amphitheater to relax <laughs> yeah. Well, here, okay. Let me let, let's have fun with this a little bit. We clearly don't know what's going to be landing here. But if you guys could design a show for this space, what would you do? I mean I don't know. I like it's unfortunate because like if we talk about shows and like what Disney does best, it's fireworks, but you can't do fireworks at animal kingdom because the animals. So uh, truly, I don't know. I think anything involving projection mapping, I think it'd be cool. Like they have all those floats, but what if they did something involving projection mapping on the scenery around the lake you know like the trees and um you know what i'm talking about yeah i I asked this question because i can't think of anything how can so to me i look at it if uh, now obviously none of us have seen harmonious but if you take the fireworks out of harmonious and they're putting all these barges they're going to show all of this disney's ip movies tv shows characters insert whatever you want to put that's going to be all over these screens that's not much different than what they were doing with the show i know you guys didn't see it but they had a floating barge that would go out there and it would just shoot like the water thing like they have at world of color and they would project under the water well it was all it was all earth animal related so it was like the um lion king stuff it was jungle book stuff so it was all that kind of it was pocahontas it was stuff that felt more earthy but yeah that's I mean, that's what it was like. So, I mean, if you're going to replace it with that, 
that that's fine. It, but how how much different of that it really is Rivers of Light? So I just wanted to ask because I I will I wouldn't have a clue what they would do there. I mean, it's a five thousand seat amphitheater. It's huge. Well, honestly, <laughs> you're right. I don't know what they would do there because I wouldn't have imagined anything being there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I mean, which is probably. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I just think they missed the mark. You know, Disney's target audience obviously is kids. Like, there's adults that love Disney. We all, us three love Disney. But I think guilty when you put kids in that audience for Rivers of Light, it's not exciting to them. Like, the you know, yeah. the nature part of life is not exciting to a kid. So I think if you put something there you know, it needs to incorporate the characters that kids love. So, I mean, they do those little Mickey boat rides and, and Timon and Pumbaa and Rafiki are out there, like incorporate some of those characters into yeah. a show on the water. I mean, I don't know that that lake or that lagoon is big enough to incorporate the kites that used to be in the Epcot show, but bring something uh-huh. like that uh, to throw in there. I mean, something that's going to keep disney's target audience excited about it that also appeals to adults yeah the only place my mind goes to is something phantasmic right that waterway is not that big now i mean everything and that runs on a track but i mean clearly they can drain that water it wasn't there to begin with they they created that but that's that's the only thing that i can think of is something phantasmic that celebrates phantasmic there it is phantasmicky dude uh, go right now uh get that yeah copyright that and get the website <laughs> uh i yeah done I, and and that's the only place my mind goes um so we have this like you had this idea of like what would we put in rivers of light like what would we do there Um, which makes me think of like, oh, what would I do if I was an Imagineer? And then it made me think of Imagineers. um, Iridescent? Iridescent, yeah. (laughs) No, um, it made me think of Joe Rohde because he was like super involved in Animal Kingdom, uh, just retired from the Walt Disney Company. Um, He is not done with his work, but he is done with Disney. (laughs) Yes. Um, he has been officially named experience architect of Virgin Atlantic, uh, uh, Galactic, not Virgin Atlantic, Virgin they, Galactic. Is this like the new Star Wars or like, I don't do you know, what, do you know what it is? No. Space tours, man. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Consumer space tours. Uh, it's a thing. Yeah, he's going to design that program so we can go to space. Can we just do it on a video screen? Do we have to wear a dangly earring? Does our ear have to fall off? <laughs> My wife cannot even look at him. <laughs> the poor My guy. wife is the same. It's it's <laughs> not good. I mean, that I don't have much to say about that. That's like it's it's just gonna be very uh it's gonna be very interesting to see what he brings to the table because he's a very imaginative person. And I I mean, I don't What's in space? Planets? Uh, <laughs> moods? I don't know. Like, just look out your window. What else do you have to do? Don't roll it down. <laughs> don't don't roll down the window. <laughs> um, 
I mean, that sounds like a killer job, though. I mean, yeah. like you literally get to dream up. It's never been done. Not no. on a consumer level, right? Yeah. I mean, one thing he, uh, there was a video that Virgin Galactic released when they announced that Joe Reddy was joining the team. Um, and one thing he said he brought to the table was like, he was born in the time that, uh, he was born in a time that there wasn't any, like space hadn't been explored at all. Nobody had been to space. Nobody had been in a rocket before. And so he took, like, he's like, I've seen it go from this to this. And now we're thinking about putting regular, normal Joes in space. Joe Rodies? Does he <laughs> yeah. get to go first? That's clearly got to be a job. I mean, come on. I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, he's explored all of Earth. He has to explore somewhere else. So, that's exciting. Giant step for man. That's yeah. crazy. I know I'm not going to do it because it's six figures to go. Lord. Well, I just Disney will create a screen version and it'll be just like it yeah like they're rumble seats <laughs> so um joe Rody. tell your friends yeah so exciting all right let's jump to the left coast uh <laughs> the left one exciting the left out one exciting news <laughs> for disney's california adventure they're reopening march 18th for a touch of disney this was also announced today right yeah dude i mean they said they were going to do something but they didn't we didn't know what and now we know now we know food characters shopping rides rides no 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 rides hey something is better than nothing because so I, i read through this and it's more than just what was it buena vista street yeah yeah it's a lot of the park. It's most of the park. Yeah. Yeah. You can, I mean, it's basically just open to wander. So, yeah. I, it's kind of like I Bush think, Gardens at Christmas Town. No rides are open, but there's stuff to look right. at. Basically, I mean, I think people are just going to be happy to be in the park. Um, here's, here's the controversial topic. Some people are like, this is great. Some people are like, not much going on there. 75 bucks. I mean, yeah. I, how long do you get in the park? I didn't even see that. I don't know. Uh, I think it's I think it's till eight p.m. Oh wow! So I mean, I mean, it's a full day. I mean, if you yeah. pay for that, obviously it's a full day. But is that worth seventy five dollars? Let's find out. Let's deliver the news portion of this. Go for it. A Touch of Disney offers some of the world's most famous food and beverages from around the resort. Who is this? I don't know. Plus a chance to see Disney characters, shop for the latest Disney merchandise, and pose at unique photo locations. Okay, so we can kind of guess what seeing the characters will be like because there's been a lot of that at Disney, right? There's no been no right. picture opportunities. So we, we know what that kind of is going to look like. It, yeah. They'll probably just pop in and pop out. I, I don't know that they will be like the cavalcades. I bet that they'll put them in strategic places. I think of the, the railroad company stairs, top of the railroad stairs, where you'll, you'll have the Fab Five up there waiting yeah. as people were coming and going in the park. I, I feel like it'll be that kind of distant. It's kind of like, hey, there they are. Yeah. And I know also that I saw uh, Chip and Dale were up over in – near country bear jamboree and the and the country bears have been up there as well there's yeah. like a little overpass so that's probably what it's going to look like and they'll probably include some of their 
favorite foods. They say world famous. It's going to be whatever sells the most. <laughs> They'll Basically, look at the numbers of when they were open. Give online. me my Disneyland corn dog. Okay, so $75. So, But there's one key thing. Go. They're giving you a $25 gift card for food. Yeah. So 50 bucks, you get to wander around the park. Uh, uh, and parking. And parking, true. And photo pass. And photo pass, yeah. I, I'm... So basically, I would you, be stoked. I'm if just you gonna take leave it at that. all of those factors, I mean, it. Well, you can't put a price on PhotoPass in the specific, like you just don't know. But um, parking's fifteen bucks. Yeah, so that's cheap. Forty bucks already. Thirty bucks to walk around the park, have some fun, see some characters. It's not that bad. I'm going, I'm going back and forth, but it's it's not that bad. I'm going because they're you're going. They, yeah, they have their Monte Cristo sandwich. I'm just going to get the sandwich. I'm coming back. Okay. I can't fly, though. <laughs> I'm just going to drive. You're going to drive? I'm not going. Okay. But that sandwich sounds amazing. If, oh my I feel God. like it's a good deal. I mean, I would be excited, especially for people who are there, you know, because Disneyland is a local spark, and those people have had nothing for a yeah. year. Like, imagine how stoked. People are probably lining up to pay $75 to just have some Disney magic. Also, this just hit me. March 18th. What day did they close? How close is this to an act to a full year? Uh, two days, I think. It's two days two after days or before? After. Oh. They closed March 16th. Dang. Yeah. So that to me, that feels historic, right? That it'll have fully been closed a year. Well, that's not true because Buena Vista Street opened. So what do you. Well, and Magic. As, it's technically and, downtown Disney. Yeah. And Disneyland is still closed. So. Right. Yeah, so it's probably. four days after. Close March 14th, 2020. Oh, heartbreaking. But I am excited for people that want to just be in the parks. They'll, you know, they'll have like Joy and Sadness are going to be some of the characters. The cars from Cars Land are going to roll out for some picture opportunities, which those are perfect because they, they're not people, <laughs> right? Right. They're not people in a costume, so that's great. Uh, I mean... Uh, this is going to be huge. Like all the all the bloggers are going to go. I mean, all the vloggers are going to go because the, they haven't been able to cover parks in over a year. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. It's it's something, and they brilliantly named it, of course, a touch of Disney because it's a touch of the park. It's not the whole thing, but yeah. it's fine. But it's. I'm glad. I didn't anticipate them opening for all intents and purposes, the full park. So that right. I think is great. So uh, I, I'm kind of thinking about the value of it now, you know, far, far, farking. Nope. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking of the value of it now. Um, you know, parking is 15 bucks. The You get the $25 food voucher. That's 40 bucks already. So I would pay $35 to go see cars land at night again. Yeah. I love Cars Land. It's so sweet. And Pixar Pier. Well, there you go, California peeps. It's something. Keep getting those vaccinations, people. Oof. One day at a time. One day at a time. So, Brandon. Yes. This is your first time on our show. And I'm super stoked. Yes. I feel like we should talk a little bit about who you are so i'll give the background and then i'll ask you yeah, some strategic like questions about where you are and why you're there so brent we've known each other since oh gosh 2010 
Yeah, dang. That's a long time. That's, that's a long that's time. over a decade. He still talks to me. That is a record. 100% a <laughs> <Absolute> record. Absolute miracle. <laughs> Matthew's already put in his two weeks. He's done with me. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, my wife and I randomly decided to go with pre-kids then and, and said, let's go to Disney World again. We had been in 07 and we were itching to go back and we were like, man, let's, let's see if the, if Brandon and Krista want to go, let's see if they want to roll with us. So, and the only way that Dave knows how we made this ridiculous video of here's why you should go on vacation with Dave and Kim to Disney world. <laughs> do you it still is, have this? Yes, it is on my YouTube channel. It. We we should probably do a link. Yeah. Um, it, I will spare the people the details, but it was a hot mess. And we like, gave you things beforehand, dropped them off at your house, and then strategically had you pause the video to open different things. It was amazing. Like we show up, we've known these people for eight months, right? And we show up from, from dinner, I think it was, and there's this giant red package on our doorstep. We open it up. It's all this Disney stuff and a YouTube link. And it's like, watch <laughs> this. And it was it was the most amazing. It's the best invite I've ever gotten for anything, anywhere. It was amazing. I'm just, aren't you thankful that it wasn't like a ransom letter? <laughs> How creepy is that? If I'd have rolled up on it like today, I would be like, nope, not opening that. <laughs> So anyway, so we went and <laughs> Hold <what>? on. You, <laughs> you could have been wise and put it in an Amazon box. You would have opened it. Was Amazon a thing back then? Were what they did I order? packages in twenty ten? I feel like I they don't were. think so. I don't, I don't think so. It may have just been books back then. That's how you get to op- uh, Dave to open a package. That's right. Put it in an Amazon box because he won't Boom. remember if he ordered anything or I not. Know, it's so bad. So we go, have the time of our lives, and then we start going. Again, we we have our first child, and we bring her at three and a half, and that was the next time we went. And then we just tried to do it as often as we could. Well, the Daniels loved (laughs) Disney, but Brandon and Krista, you guys now live there. And so I wanted to talk about, for lack of a better term, or to put a cheesy word on it, is you guys have or phrase you guys decided to move to the mouse. So you guys fell in love with Disney that much that you now are. And I mean, I'm not kidding. You're close. So you're yeah, really we're, close to we're the park. Super close. So, you know, like you said, we, we decided to move to the mouse. It wasn't like we've always wanted to do that. We started going on that trip. We went on that trip with you. We started going two or three times a year. We got our annual passes. It became part of our 10-year plan, right? We really want to move to Disney. It would be awesome to live near Disney. You know, like everyone who says they love Disney wants to do at some point in their life. So we decided that, you know, we'd put it in our plans. The great thing happened that my wife's job just happened to be available in Orlando. So we applied for it. She got it. And we're like, man, now we have to move to Florida. Great. And you know, most people come to Florida and they say they want to move to Disney and they move like an hour away from Disney and they drive there on the weekends. We said, if we're going to move to Disney, we're going to move to Disney. So the first place we moved when we got to Florida was about two exits from the happiest place on earth sign, right? We jumped on the highway, went up two exits. I could be at Hollywood studios in 12 minutes. 
our balcony, our patio, you could watch the fireworks from. You could watch Happily Ever After right from our patio. It was far away, but you could still see it. And then we moved. Uh, our, our jobs allowed us to move wherever we wanted to in Orlando. So we decided to move closer. So we now live less than a mile behind the Magic Kingdom. So when fireworks happen, they're in our backyard. Uh, we can get to the, the TTC in about six minutes. We're actually closer to the Magic Kingdom at our house than we are at the TTC. So it's great. Yeah, but we moved here and we're living the dream, really. It's, so Brand- it's fantastic. Brandon doesn't even have to go to Pirates of the Caribbean. He just has to step outside his back door to smell Pirates of the Caribbean. You're right. That's right. That's true. I can smell that water in my backyard. I, I understand that. <laughs> so I mean, how- never mind the fact that all water in Florida smells like that, but let me have my <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, that's what people don't know. People are like, why do people get so excited about these scents? That's what it smells like here. Um, so how long have you guys been there? How long um, has, it, has it been? We moved here July of 2018. So, so you got a good years. You got a good two-ish years, 18 months before everything changed. Yes, and it was I mean it was fantastic. When we first moved here, I mean it was normal world, right? Like if you went to work and you decided when you got off you could you wanted to go to the park, you just hop in the car and you go. And you you know, it could be at a park in 10 minutes and you know, when when you go at the end of the night Two hours in a park is like a lifetime, right? You can ride everything. Uh, most people have left for the day, so it was great. So it was awesome for, like you said, about 18 months. And then pandemic world hit. And that's changed a lot, obviously. You can't just pick up and go to a park when you want to. Yeah, I mean, that's true. The reservation system has changed things. I know you guys tried to go some this weekend and it just, because you guys hit capacity, it was like, nope, not happening. But I mean, the beauty of that is cool. We'll try next weekend. And so that's the joy. So let me ask, let me put you on the spot and ask you a question that we didn't plan. And so here, if somebody's considering moving to the magic, what's one thing that you wish you knew when you moved here that you know now? I would say don't make your only reason for coming here to be is to be close to Disney. That's kind of my main thing. Like don't just move to Florida or move to Orlando because you want to be close to Disney world and you want to go all the time. Because I mean, even though I can go all the time, sometimes it does get old and it's, it's nice to have a life outside of Disney. So my wife and I both have jobs here. So we have a normal life. Um, So if we don't make it to a park, it's not a huge deal. You go the next day or you go the next weekend. Or if it rains, you know, Florida people, if it's raining outside, they're like, I'm not going to the park today. It doesn't, I don't have to go. So I would say that, you know, when I came down here, I was the illusion of like, we're going down there for Disney and that's all we're going to do. And every day we're going to be there and we're going to experience as much magic as possible. But, you know, it's it's real life, too. So and then when people come here on vacation, they're like, hey, come meet us at the park at two o'clock on a Tuesday. And I'm like, hey, man, I got to work. <laughs> so, so yeah. You know, but that would be that would be my one piece of advice. Don't come here just 
because you want to go to Disney. Come down here because you want a life in Florida. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think that's that's key because Disney is awesome. Y- y- your love for Disney hasn't changed, but it- it's a true saying when people say, you know, the new car smell wears off. Like it it does. Right. I mean, that's a that's a legit thing. It definitely does. Well, we are happy that you're a part of this crazy thing that we call another Disney podcast. Jeez. Oh, gross. So no, we're I'm pumped. super happy that you guys invited me. I, I look forward to all that we are going to discuss and talk about. Yes. So stuff. we're all friends, but That's I mean, debatable. Matthew, is it, is it time I'm to Brandon's friend? <laughs> You're right. Is it, is it time? Should we tell him now? Like why we asked him to be on our podcast? Okay. Uh, it's basically just to use you for like when things happen at the parks and you're 7.2 minutes away that you um, can give us <laughs> the insider's look and be like, yeah, I, I here's this cool thing. I went to it. Let me tell you about it. It was awesome. And so that's really the only reason we wanted you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in part super hurt by that, but part no. of me super excited about it. No, I love that option of when, you know, I mean, and we'll be like strategic, like, you know, but it'd be nice to be like, hey, I'm just walking around the park looking at stupid tourists, <laughs> people watching, right? I mean, that's the great thing. You guys can grab a Starbucks on Main Street, grab a bench and watch the sunset. I mean, it's great. One yeah, night. And that's one of the major things about moving here is like when you go to the park, you don't feel like you have to ride everything. You know, there's been plenty of days we went to the park and we went to Magic Kingdom and went to the egg roll cart and got us some pepperoni egg rolls and just sat on the bench and just watched people and went and got a Starbucks and left the park. And that felt like a successful day. Yeah. You know, before you had to ride five rides and stand in line for less than 45 minutes each ride, and that yeah. was successful. But now, just walking around the park once is a good day. Mixing with the magic. That's what we're going to call it. Brandon is mixing and mixing with the magic. Mixing mm. with the magic, starring Brandon. That's another thing. Go get go get that go get that URL. Go get it now, Matthew. <laughs> okay. So, March is right around the corner. And so that means it's time to talk about everything coming to Disney Plus in March. March, March, March. That didn't go as well as I planned. No. We're not going to talk about everything because there's quite a few things that are landing on Disney Plus in March. So let's just hit some big ones. So Ryan the Last Dragon, boom. We, if you haven't seen the trailer, you got to watch it. it. Like it is it looks flipping amazing. Plus, this movie was made at home. Come on now. Yeah. I and mean, it's breathtaking to look at. If you watch these trailers, holy cow, it's amazing. I am very surprised that this film is actually coming to theaters. I didn't think Disney was doing theaters for a hot minute. Oh, uh, they got, I mean, we're sprinkling it in. Like, here's the thing. Matthew and I are going to go to the theater because I ain't, I ain't buying it on Premier Access. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yay, that's good news. Let's do it. And then, of All course, right. uh, one of our favorites right now, the WandaVision finale will be the 5th of March. And then the very next week will be the launch of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which brings us back to Marvel Legends. Remember they uh, remember they launched that Marvel Legends show just in time for WandaVision, and it just yeah. was Wanda 
and Vision. Those are the two separate episodes. That's all that they've released. And so they're going to drop these because they were, were they were kind of a, hey, let's catch you up on who Wanda is. And it was like eight minutes of, hey, here's her story in the cinematic universe. And then they did the same thing with Vision, which was great for me because I didn't see a lot of the films working on it. And so they're going to do the exact same thing uh, beginning March 12th with Falcon, Winter Soldier, Zemo, and Sharon Carter. So they're going to refresh you on those characters since the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is launching on that same day, March 12th. I'll, and, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm getting, I'm getting more and more excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I, um, <laughs> I probably mentioned this a few weeks ago, but I've slowly been making my way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe again, just because like there's some movies that I never actually saw and included in those was uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and uh, Captain America Civil War and A, those are, and uh, Age of Ultron. And those are all movies that like I thought were going to be super boring, but now they're some of my favorites in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But uh, two of those were really important when it comes to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and yes. that's Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. And I am so excited to see the uh relationship between falcon and winter Soldier again on on screen it's gonna be great the trailer looks so great and it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be amazing and and i'm excited for this too because i was like dave i was late to the marvel cinematic universe so like when i saw the preview for endgame and how epic it was gonna be like i was like i gotta go see that in the theater even though i've never seen anything else in the theater that had to do with marvel so i binged watched you know 13 or 15 marvel movies and just like flew through them i didn't really like take the time to appreciate the movie and so i'm super excited to be able to like delve into these characters on Disney plus, you know, after breezing over them just to get to see a movie at the end. So I'm super excited for this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch that right away. Yeah, for certain. So when that launches WandaVision will be a week from being over, but they're going to add a little bit more magic. They're going to drop a making of WandaVision on March 12th. So that'll be fun to look at. And then have you guys watched any of the inside Pixar stuff? Oh, I, I've wanted to. There's been a couple yet. of them that I've seen. I saw the one with the guy from Soul, um, which was I think that was the OG episode. And but anyway, they're they're dropping five new episodes on at the end of the month on the 26th that are all themed around fountains. So I'm curious to know, like, what does Pixar have to do with fountains? Uh, hmm. I didn't do any more research on. I just wanted to be like. Either I'm an idiot and you guys are going to say, Dave, don't you know, blah, 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 blah. Or you guys are going to be like me and like Pixar and fountains. That's a thing. I ain't got nothing, man. So anyway, that'll be cool to see what those are about. And then the Mighty Ducks new series games, Game Changers will debut on the 26th. I I, I never saw the OG Mighty Ducks. Thank you. I didn't either. Uh, I mean, I know. You guys need to watch the Mighty Ducks. Oh, that movie it. is amazing. Isn't that Emilio Estevez? Yes, but he was like Carlos Estevez back then, <laughs> or maybe that's Charlie Sheen. I don't know. So that's what's coming in March. But there was a ton of announcements like late today of a bunch of Disney Plus stuff that's coming down the road. But they gave us yes. some key dates. Yeah. Um. So. N- 
May 4th, we're going to see Star Wars The Bad Batch. Which Star makes, Wars Day. It makes so much sense because May the 4th, May the 4th be, be with, with you. With you. Uh, 10 days later, on May 14th, we're going to see High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two. I have a 10-year-old in my house that is dying for that to come out. Yeah. You when currently have a 23-year-old in your house who's dying for that, too. Um, <laughs> March 14th. Okay. Or May 14th. May 14th. May. Not March. I just said March. Um, June 11th, we're going to have Zenimation season two, which I am so excited. Those first ones were so cool. Um, and... It did calm me down. I'm going to be real. It worked. June 25th, <laughs> um, the Mysterious Benedict Society. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what this one is. It's about Eggs Benedict. Oh, great. Lovely. July 2nd, March. Nope. <laughs> July 2nd, we have Monsters at Work, which we talked a little bit yes. about. Yes. Oh, so I'm excited so for they're... Billy Crystal and John Goodman. Oh, they're such a great, great... Uh, Duo, duo. A dynamic yeah. duo. July 16th, we have Turner and Hooch, which is an old series that they're kind of bringing back to life. Wasn't that uh, the movie? Wasn't that Tom Hanks? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the big slobbery dog. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and now it's going to be Josh Peck, um, which I'm very excited for because I grew up in the uh, era of drake and josh when that was a really big show on nickelodeon and so i'm excited to see josh peck back on the screen oh um and the last the last one that they announced is july 23rd they have chip and dale park life which is very exciting because it's chip and dale in the style of the mickey shorts oh no way yeah that's gonna be awesome i'm so excited for these so yeah dude i when i said when i read that title in our notes i was like Chippendale Park, like, are they doing like little short episodes of them, like in Disney parks, like riding rides? Like, oh, I was like, what does, only. That, what does that mean? No, well, maybe it, maybe, you know, I'm thinking about um, this is Chippendale Park life. It, I haven't really read into this at all. Does it have to do with Runamuck Park from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Oh, maybe it does. That'd be dope. There you go. IP everything. Ew. Okay, let me let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Did you guys see Flora and Ulysses? It launched this week. Uh, not yet. I haven't watched that one yet. But I want to. Okay, I will deliver all of my news. And, well, I mean, it's easy when we have kiddos in the house. Like, our, our daughter was super excited to watch it. And so, basically, here's the short and skinny of it. It is a super fun and very quirky, kid-friendly story about a superhero squirrel. That's right. And it's based on the book by Kate DiCamillo. So here's here's what you need to know. Matilda Lawler, who plays Florida. Flor- <laughs> I love Florida and Ulysses. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite. Matilda Lawyer, Lawler, who plays Flora, she absolutely steals the show i don't know where they yeah. found her but she is unreal yeah. she she was amazing and so obviously with this being a comic book themed background there was uh marvel it was throughout definitely marvel drops all throughout the it's part of the, the movie nope but <laughs> there was definitely a lot of marvel drops in there nice um there was there was plenty of humor that were over like my kids heads which to me was great for for adults like i was like there was so many like she had a lot of one liners flora did that were just hilarious that you know my kids were like what 
Like, why is yeah. dad laughing? So it's that's what I love that they do. You know, they, they make these family movies and they draw the adults in with all the adult humor that the kids don't get and makes it kind of worth watching. Now, there is one kind of thing that I want to throw out if you haven't seen it. I'm not going to run the story or the plot for you, but um, the biggest thing to, is to throw out to you guys as a family as families right now is it might not be the best movie if your family is dealing with a recent separation or divorce. So that's one thing to know. I know that if yeah. that's a fresh wound or if yeah. you're living through that a trigger warning, as they yeah, call it now, you may not, you don't, you know, you know how your kids are going to react yeah. to something like that. Uh, it's not a super heavy depressing theme in it, but that is a very much a part of the storyline. And so it was, you guys got to watch it. I know it's a kid movie, but it is that I'm telling you, she stole the show. Like, I'm not opposed to it. I just amazing. haven't gotten the chance. This I'm, I'm very excited to see it. Cause uh, you could tell like her energy just radiated throughout the whole trailer. So it, it, it's exciting. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, I almost forgot the Luca trailer drops tomorrow. Uh, that came across social media. Yes. And I'm like, why did that have to happen before we recorded our show? No. But also no. like, the I, I'm already in from what I the artwork that they released today. Yeah, and they've shown they showed like a teaser a while back, didn't they? Uh, Very short. I saw maybe it. I can't quite remember because it takes place in Italy. Maybe that would make sense from that's, the name. That's what Brandon told me. So if we're wrong, it's huh? on him. <laughs> I'll take the hit on this one if it's wrong. So Loki series. Uh, that's super exciting. Oh, they dropped that today over social media. Right? Yeah, which, by the way, they didn't put that in their whole announcements thing. June 11th for the start of the Loki series, which kind of makes me wonder, is that going to be the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah, good point. Like, I mean, they're lining these up, so yeah, makes sense. I am so excited because so, I, I do love the... I do love Tom Hiddleston. It's a perfect it's time be to be doing a, po a podcast or a YouTube channel on all of this stuff because they're just lining it up for you so you got a home run epic like every week you can deliver yes. great content yes oh super exciting um i don't have much to say because they haven't released much information about it no. but uh, aside from the title and um who it's about and when it's coming out and it's probably going to be great and, and i have really to watch these movies to understand because all I know is he's the bad brother of Thor. That's all I know. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, we're gonna need to get you to watch some movies just to understand. Do they have Loki a cliff is. notes? Oh, I'll just wait for Marvel Legends. <laughs> I'll be all caught up. <laughs> oh, stop. Uh guys. So we talk about Loki. Yes. Is it time? I think it is. I can't, I can't wait to hit this button. I'm so excited. Hit, the, hit that it. button. Hit that button, guys. Who was it? It's it's time to talk Who about our it? favorite show. Who was it? Who did it? Um, it, it was. Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. Oh my gosh! Yeah. WandaVision episode seven. Oh, dude, this was a doozy. Oh, is it too late to Does say anybody spoiler use that warning? <laughs> well, I say it. I'm, I'm sorry. always a week late. It never matters. Oh, whatever. Hey, it was Agatha all along. That wasn't a surprise. Nope. But uh nope. yo, she dirty. I think the one that, like I'm I'm dumb. Like the one that I wasn't expecting was Pietro. Pietro. <laughs> so Pietro. I don't know. Dude, uh, she's driving the bus. Yeah, she is. All she's, through Crazy Town. She's controlling more than Wanda is. 
Jeez. Okay, let's let's look at Wanda this episode. So this was a little bit of a modern family. What else was sprinkled in there? I mean, it was pretty much modern family. Everybody's saying like the office a little bit. Yeah, there was a little bit of feel. They're saying like all the like cuts to the like the breaking the fourth wall again. Yeah, but they did that in Modern Family. Yeah, that was so like. But I think the only people were like, it pays homage to the theme song, of of the office because that that makes sense because Modern Family's theme song was like two seconds long. It was like hey hey. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember that, but that was good. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Okay, let's look, let's look at Wanda. I loved her attitude this episode. It was it was great. She was I love that she was like, um, I need a day off, and so she proclaimed, "This day is for me." And uh, like, it, it was hilarious that she, or was she, Ooh. keeping Vision from getting anywhere. Right. Okay. So if you remember, Vision was keeping Vision from coming anywhere near her. Yes. So Vision yeah. Vision had not kind of lifted himself from the field quite yet. And he was over in over at the the carnival with the carnies hanging with out. The carny folk. And so you got Darcy. So they get together and then she thinks that he's stalking him, <laughs> trying to get it to go out with him. Yep. And then finally he does his magic <laughs> head touch power thing and snaps her back out of it. And so they're in one of the vans trying to get home yep. to, to, to Vision's house. And so I love the comedy between those two. But it quickly turned to <laughs> horror stories of what Wanda and Vision and the Avengers had gone through that he didn't know anything about. Yeah. So how quickly it turned. Okay. Darcy, it, yes. raise your hand if she needs her own spinoff show. Am I right? Oh, this my is, gosh. I'm raising my hand. I, I love my it. My hand is up because she, she is amazing. She was one of my favorite characters in this episode. This was yes. by far my favorite episode of WandaVision. Uh, I mean, the homage to Modern Family was spot on. Yes. And like yes. you said, the, the comedy uh, between... I mean, I just loved vision in this. My favorite line was when uh, he was t- sitting by the trailer uh, in the director's chair. And he was like, Wanda seems <laughs> yeah. to be delaying me from getting. And then there's like that cut to the camera. And, and he goes, I am not amused. <laughs> I just busted out laughing. That was my what? favorite line. I just, th- this episode was genius to me. What am I even doing here? <laughs> and w- then like after the whole, the whole traffic light thing, and then there was the 417,000 kids. There hasn't been kids anywhere in this show the whole time. <laughs> Here they all come. Um, <laughs> and they're all walking in the middle of the street in a crosswalk. Of course, of course. Dave, you I talked mean, at about... At least they had a crossing guard. <laughs> right. Dave, you talked about um, Wanda's attitude. And Brandon, you talked about like it paid really well. Uh, it paid homage to Modern Family really well. Um, I don't know if either of you saw this, but Julie Bowen, um, who plays the lead yes. in Modern Family, had actually put something on her Instagram. It was like really, it was really great because um, Elizabeth Olsen re- did a really good job of paying homage to her throughout the whole episode. Yeah, I think she uh, she nailed her her mannerisms and her like yeah. side looks to the camera and Claire. You know, I was like, wow, that is Julie Bowen to a T. It was, yes. it was yeah. awesome. It. She killed it. Okay, so um, Monica and Asian Jim partner with a, a, someone else, and I should probably know. I'm sure this is way, way more important in this person, whoever it is. But they 
they Wanda got her to create this giant truck that was yeah. powerful enough to bust through. Nope. Negative ghost. <laughs> negative ghost rider. Like not only did it not push through, it was it was starting to climb the wall. So they had to get out. But Wanda was like, I got this. Bro, Monica got powers. I it was it was a sorry, like pun pun my word, but it was a very powerful part of the show. Cause I, like that was intense. I, I agree. And now, if you're a comic book fan, I am not. This will not be a surprise, but we we knew that Monica had powers because so many people who were into the comic book feels of all of this Marvel Universe knew this. And so if you watch any YouTube videos, we knew that this was coming. But I like how they introduced it. Like, I mean, it showed how crazy powerful she was that she pushed through the hex to get in. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to know, you know, you talked about the comic books. I'm curious to know how she got her powers in the comic books because, like, it obviously wasn't with this whole WandaVision thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think there's a hex around a town in New Jersey that yeah. she pushes through walls and this is how she gets her powers. Like, everybody has their everybody has their powers origin story. So, like, what was hers? I'd be curious to know. I know, I would. Maybe we will report next week. Maybe they'll break it down for us on break it down. our favorite YouTube channels. So, another thing we got to see was Agnes's home. Like, that was new. We'd never been in her house before. No. She was always over at Wanda's, which now we know why. Jeez. Before we even talk about the basement, was her house not appropriately creepy? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like she decided to live at the haunted mansion. <laughs> exactly. There's no lights ever. And then her sitting on the couch with the boys. Oh, heebie-jeebies. Nope. Yep. And then they were gone. But, okay, so back to the house. The, the basement is going to tell us the true story. So Agatha has been manipulating Wanda all along. Yeah. Now, we know that, what is the dude that I don't like that's, like, running the outside portion of this? I never can remember his name. Hayward? Uh, Yeah, I think yeah, that's his name. He's that very right. much behind something, but not what's happening inside and so right this was not a surprise i mean this is one of the things that i think most people got right it was kind of like oh we we all got one right yes wanda i mean agatha is dirty but i don't know that i was expecting how powerful she was because right i mean you guys know the marvel cinematic universe better than me sure but all i've heard about is that Wanda is more powerful than all of the Avengers combined because she basically could have beaten Thanos by herself. Pretty much. Right? And so, well, then how powerful is Agnes? Well, I don't know. Uh, she could easily be manipulating Wanda while Wanda isn't paying attention to whether or not she's being manipulated. That's fair. That's you know? Fair. You know? So, I don't, I don't know. Um because we haven't actually seen them head to head yet. You know, they've been in the, uh, they've been in a friend state for a while now. So I'd be curious to see them 
become enemies and see what they can do. Oh, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. And of course, yeah, this is where Go ahead, I go agree. ahead. No, I was going to say I agree like most of Agatha's manipulation has been mental, right? So what are her true powers? I, I don't know. Hopefully we get to find that out. Um but yeah, the basement scene was creepy and yeah, you know, when she when she said, you know, you're not the only one with magical powers, dearie, you know, that it's it'd be interesting to see what kind of face off those two have. Yeah. That'll that be laugh. cool. I mean, and that laugh was creepy, but I mean, come on. Th- guys, this was your favorite song of all of them, right? Tell me this wasn't the best song. Like it's it's actually on Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> the song on Apple Music. Like, come on, let's hear it one more time. We gotta do it. Who's been messing up everything? so good right oh my gosh i love it now this was there was something new in this episode that hadn't been in any of the others what was it a credit scene an end credit that's right that's right that's right okay so was i the only one that was like where's pietro (laughs) right like this annoying brother that was brought here to cause all this like give her a hard time or whatever the word is we now know why but in this end scene, we see Monica coming up, creeping on the house, looking through windows, and then sees the like tornado shelter thing on the ground, opens it up, and there's those creepy purple tree limbs, haunted mansion vibes. And then all of a sudden, boo, there's Pietro, and it's Snoopers gonna snoop. And that was it. <laughs> I love that that was his line. Snoopers uh. gonna snoop. That felt very Agnesy. Yeah, it felt very Evan Peters. Oh, great guy. So excited. Yeah, it was it was good. And I almost went through, obviously, we've had all these episodes with no end credit scenes and like seven minutes of credits. So I was like, oh, there's not going to be anything here. And then I, you know, kind of scrolling through it. I watched that scene three or four times just to try to find some sort of hidden Easter eggs or or something in it. But that's an interesting, it was an interesting choice of lines for Pietro um you know in the show so yeah i will say this scene for those of you listening if you love this show not our show if you love wandavision i highly recommend if you're not watching you should go on youtube and search new rock stars and watch their breakdowns of these episodes every week that like that dude is amazing he is such a nerd in the good way of of learning all about the show that i'm telling you they watch these shows frame by frame and then he knows all the background knows the stories of the comic books i learned so like even my wife like we we love watching the show immediately when we're done we're like okay it didn't new because we don't watch it till later in the night on fridays and so we're like his new rock stars released a video and then we'll go and watch it his little recap breaking everything down so definitely it's a must if you want to know like all the ins and outs of how the story and how it all connects and yes obviously full of spoilers so if you haven't seen the episode wait until afterwards but okay so this leads us we we got two left and still we've got this major cameo coming i mean it's feeling more and more like it's gonna be mefesto right like, I mean, this is maybe that's who Ralph is, right? We still haven't seen Ralph. She talks about Ralph a lot. Oh, that's a good point. 
I don't know. So is Ralph the devil? Maybe. Yeah, I don't I, know. I could, I, mean, I could see it. I think it's leading that way. I mean, uh, the clues that have come out seem to point in that direction, and it would make sense that that's right. where it, it's heading. But, I mean, this show goes in all sorts of wacky different I know. I feel like, like no way can it be super obvious. There's no way. I agree. Yeah. It seems too obvious to be the answer, but a lot of times the obvious is the answer. Yeah. You know, I read, I read a couple of articles this week just about the popularity of this show. And I think that even Marvel is surprised at the level of excitement that this is bringing to the MCU and which is, I mean, brilliant timing, right? I mean, everybody's at home. You like, you know, cause I, I'll be the first to tell you like you, we, you guys have joked me, you know, that it's not that I don't like comic book movies. I'm just not drawn to, I'm just a weird dude. That's not drawn to action movies that much or sure. Superhero movies. It's not like, that's not my favorite genre of film. Do I enjoy them? Yes. But I'm not like, oh my gosh, like I still like, what are the biggest grossing, highest grossing movies of all time? The top two are Avengers movies, right? Well, I know that I know one of them is Endgame. Well, Gone with the Wind. No, I think it beat it, right? Didn't it? No. Okay. Well, whatever. In modern history. And I still haven't seen them. I like, and I'm not, that's not bragging. If we're talking box office, then yeah. Yeah. Box office is probably what it is. But I like, I, I love this show. I mean, and I think it's because they've hit a home run because it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. No. Not that there's anything wrong with comic book movies. Please don't bring the hate. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it, it's so brilliantly told. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think that they've, I think it was risky for them and they hit a home run. That's all I have to say. Interesting. Uh, I, while, while you were, talking i looked up the highest grossing films uh as of 2019 adjusted for inflation endgame is number five. Oh, okay yeah but if you if it's not adjusted for inflation endgame is number one <laughs> there you go and what's number two uh, uh avatar <laughs> number five is infinity war okay but interesting, it peaked at number four, um, but The Force Awakens came up and beat it back. Oh. Yeah, interesting. Crazy. Very. That's going to stand for a long time. Who knows yeah. what movie theaters are going to look like moving forward. That could be there for a considerable amount of time. For sure. Dude, I love it. Matthew, where can people find us online? People can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at 80podfm, A-D-P-O-D-F-M. And you can find us on our website and other Disney podcasts. That's where you can find uh, our email if you need it. That's where you can find links to our different uh, podcasting hosting places and uh, a link to our merch. So, yeah. So good. Brandon, thanks for being yes. here, man. Thanks for the invite, guys. It's It's been awesome. And I look forward to... Uh doing this with you guys again many more shows yes many more shows we will be back next week for another fireside chat 
Can that be my new sign-off now? Are we doing this now? <laughs> Can it please be another firefighter uh, chat? Oh which will be gosh. really crappy for Brandon in August in Florida to have a fireside <laughs> chat. I'll make the sacrifice for you. That's okay, bud. I'll make it for you. I love it. <laughs>